You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. Welcome back to the show. You're now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept714, a.k.a. Sway Corolla (laughs) in the motherfucking house. I'll explain what that means. I needed to know. You need to know. It's it's pretty clear. <laughs> I'm all trying to find out like where's my friend Concept. Yeah. Uh, Sway Corolla is a mixture of Sway Calloway and Adam Corolla. Corolla. Yeah, yeah. Adam Corolla hosts the number one podcast on the planet. Right. Millions of downloads a day, which is an amazing feat, by the way. I yes. see. It's and, an affirmation. And Sway, who is Sway, uh, right. who is Sway who as someone who is yeah, so, as someone who's an artist and is a is a journalist in hip hop. That's there's really no one bigger than Sway when it comes to hip hop journalism. All right. So Sway is my other ambition in life. Uh, they both my one celebrity pass. What I told my wife, you know, you get that one celebrity you get to fuck and you don't your wife think about you. <laughs> I've, I've actually told that to Adam Carolla to his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you're my celebrity pass. <laughs> <laughs> He laughed. It was funny. So, <laughs> oh, welcome man. back to the show. You are now tuned in to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714 and Rain Bazoo. If she was paying attention, would pop in. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. She's getting the news. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714 and Rain Bazoo. And you are now uh, experiencing what we like to call the Wake the Flock Up Network. And it consists of Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714 Revisit. It consists of each one teach one with Yum Baka and surprise, surprise myself. And it consists of Flow and Tell with the legendary Abstract Rude and the future legendary Concept 714. And we have an additional podcast we're adding on with Ariano, which is a, a you'll, you'll love Ariano. I know Ariano. You know that you know what I'm talking about. Soulful, very. Very spiritual dude. Uh, and that's a solo podcast he's going to bring to the network. Ariano, as you guys know, is an official member of the Wake, of Lo- Wake the Flock of Family. He does some of the booking for us. So uh, Ariano's been around long enough to know a lot of people. When there's someone that I'm having a little issues getting a hold of, Ariano just tweets or texts, whatever. So Ariano helps us do that. He's an official member. Also, an official member is our newest co-host. What's good in the hood? Rain Bazoo. After a, a long search of looking for a new co-host, because I like to keep things fresh, you know. Wait, so she's the contest winner. So she's the contest winner. Oh, oh. word! Oh, congratulations! Why, whoa, thank whoa. you. Hey, I, I earned it. I think. <laughs> like I was saying, I'm a fan of the shows. Yes. I listen to Wake the Flock Up. I listen to as the you Flo- should. I listen to the Flow and Tell show. Mm-hmm. I won't lie; that was that was selfish. I was studying for Flow and Tell for the contest, yeah. so I yeah. so that's one of the reasons I listened to the podcast, and it yeah. was informative and helpful. Yes. Uh, in terms of preparing for the for the contest, uh, I listen. Yeah, I, I listened to a man, and, and I was listening for the contest. Our homegirl Nat the Lioness is super close with us, and we we were checking. Shout out, out to Nat. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Nat was... Well, congrats, for thank sure. Thank you. You know yeah, what? Yeah. Can I just pause and Please. say... 
Thank you so much for your positive vibrations and enthusiasm. This is something that's refreshing to someone like me who's equally positive and enthusiastic. I just, I love it. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you so thank much. You thank for you for aligning your sure. chakra. Fuck, man, I'm a fucking sure. Mexican ass hippie. Hey. Leave me be. <laughs> I love that Hip-hop shit. Hip-hop hippies, yo. Thank you for your aurora being <laughs> so connected to the golden stone of the goddess <laughs> of Neptune's anus. Fuck, man. Oh, man. Thank you for keeping it 100. Damn. There you go. Keep it more Keeping it 100. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Wait the flock of Donnet. You're gonna find episodes like this one. Episodes like Ultra Change, which just got off stage. By the yep. time you hear it, you have will have already aired. Episodes like, and we keep it down to gritty because the show did start with me showing love to my homies, and no one can deny that. You can find Notice Young, you can find Pause One, you can find So Provoked, you can find Reverie, you can find all those cats. Na- Namek will be on the show soon too. Yeah. You, but you can also find some of the legends that we all grew up with: Master Ace, Rascast, mm-hmm. Planet Asia, Medusa. Shout out to Medusa, uh, DJ Revolution. Mm-hmm. DJ Revolution, I'm very proud of that. Uh, Rock up from Dollar People's the list goes on and on. WakeTheFlockUp.net, uh, doing our thing, you know, um, trying to contribute something new to hip hop, trying to contribute hip hop in a new way, which is very important. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, follow us, like us. The one thing we ask from you guys, we don't charge you a dime for the episodes. It's um, tell a friend. That's all you gotta do. Word of mouth. Word yeah. of mouth, because because that's the way you build true fans. Right, so if it's mass produced and it's pushed, blah 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 blah, eventually it just becomes repetitive and other. Dude, I don't know what I don't know what the like Subway thinks, but like, I I I like now don't want to buy Subway because all I see is your fucking commercial, right? No, there's also the fact that they used uh, the same ingredients to make yoga mats in their fucking bread. And every coupon is a Subway coupon. And it's a bullshit because that's 11 inches, not 12 inches. (laughs) Fuck you, Subway. I want all the money I've ever spent on a foot long. I need my fucking cash back. False advertisement. But but what? I'm outraged. Uh, We should should do a fucking... genetically modified. uh, uh, What I'm saying is... Uh, word of mouth is the best way to spread it in hip hop, dude. You, there's nothing like yo, dog. Check this out, and then that's how you, you truly build, you know. And that's what we're trying to do. So tell a friend, share the show. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, on on uh, SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on iHeartRadio coming up soon. You can find us on SoundCloud, um, and um, we have uh, the YouTube's popping off. We're doing a lot of things, you know, involving. I want to give a big shout out to our new intern. X is in the house. You, you. Uh, who uh, apparently is very good looking, which I did not notice, but Rain over here is like, yay, fucking. What? He's aesthetically pleasing. He's aesthetically yeah. pleasing, dude. I didn't know what that means. This is me not wanting to like fuck him. I didn't think of him that way. But, but shout out to I never said that. Him. You're putting words in my mouth. Shout out to <laughs> X for being aesthetically good, pleasing, and. <laughs> An amazingly good shirt folder. He banged out those shirts. I said, yo, X, these shirts need to get folded. He's domesticated too, ladies. Uh-oh. And and uh, I, I gave him this, this, this like, ancient alien concoction thing to fold shirts. <laughs> like, I didn't know how to work the motherfucker. Blah, 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 blah. He nailed it. Works out perfect. So shout out to X, who is also a photographer. And you can find X's, you will now find X's links on Wake the Flock Up. Uh, wake the flock with Donette, and uh, you'll be able to get a hold of him and other good stuff. So he's here his first day, and he's doing pretty good. He hasn't complained once. He's been working since he got here, which is a good thing. Um, 
so we hope to build and all that stuff because we we need to make changes. So uh, thank you to Nay. Nay was once our intern. She is no longer our intern. She has outgrown the show, which is what I want personally to just have them develop and follow their own journey. Hydro, too, was our photographer, but he's a family man now. He's concentrating on what he should, and he's doing that thing. So now we got X who's doing both, which would be fantastic. Thank you. Wake the Flock Hello. Up Network will be now at Rhymefest, uh, LA 2015. Woo, woo. It was just confirmed, so shout out yeah. to Rhymefest for uh, giving us some press passes. We will be there photographing, videos, live tweeting, and uh, we're going to sneak in some interviews. And we will also be at the Beat Swap Meet. Beat Swap Meet? On Saturday from 12 to 6. Which is news to me, but if Rain wants to go ahead and spearhead that, I'm all for it. I am going to be there. So you have to go wake the flock up from feet to toe, obviously. I got you. And uh, so we are there. We are here. We are part of the scene. We are part. We are very much in the scene, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Active and be producing and uh, contributing to your scene, to your local scene, and to hip-hop in general. And uh, we're not going anywhere. You know, the scene, the the network's only getting bigger. The guests are going to get amazing because we just maneuvering some things that always been good. Now you're going to be fucking with us. I already made a bucket list. <laughs> oh, I got to hear. Because as you know, and what, like I told X, uh, the entire show revolves around my wish list. So when we started the show th- almost three years ago, two years ago, we I came up with a wish list. A lot of those crashed off now. Thirteen of them have been crossed off. There's about thirty some. Right. So we and the beauty part is I don't cross them off. They cross themselves off the right. list. Right. And there's no picture or video of that. It's all up here. Hmm. So they're like, let me take a picture. No, no, no. Crosses off his own name. I'll be able to die a happy man. Rascat. Damn. DJ Revolution. You have them do it, and you don't document it. Never. It's Dang. all up here. And but you but you watch them do it. I watch them do it. I watch them do it. It's a beautiful thing. It's and a ceremonial shit, y'all. It's very <laughs> There will be secret societies based on this shit <laughs> in the future, you know? Uh, but the flock is a wolf. So I would <laughs> love to hear the names that you have, and I would love to add them. I haven't removed any names, but I've, I have added them, added them as I went along. So give me one example of someone you got. Blue. Mm. Okay, that's what's up. Blue. That, that, that shouldn't be too hard, I think. Uh, so, good. We'll, we'll look forward to doing that. And Snow the Product. Well, she's already on the list. Okay, good. Right. Because Valley wanted to fuck her, so she's like, "You're gonna give me a little part." <laughs> All right, just a little part. It's true. <laughs> so the which I'm, I don't know. It's just one of these weird. Uh, your sexuality does not come across either way, right? Snow, <laughs> you don't want to talk about, right? You can't be like, "Oh, Snow's definitely straight." You can't say that, but you can't be like, "Oh, she's definitely gay." And Snow. I think it's a smart thing for her to play because she has to have a lot of lesbian fans, right? Being a hot-looking chick. She's Kinda, hot. She's hot. See, even straight chicks, straight? I guess. You? you? Straight? I don't know. Straight? I like <laughs> what I like. Uh, wow. <laughs> Get into no rainbow zoo a little I'm, bit. I'm monogamous. Monogamous? <laughs> wow. Uh, even <laughs> even monogamous chicks uh, really want to bang her. And I'm sure there's We can dudes. appreciate beauty, damn, right? Nothing wrong with that. There's another female here present. Is Snow the product hot? See? And she's clearly what, a dude right would here. Would you make out with Snow the product if the opportunity came up? She would? That's what she's up. giggling. And, the, and Thesis was in the house would just be like, thumbs up, thumbs up. That's what's up. Uh, so, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, they're weird. Uh, 
Caitlyn Jenner type situation happening. Can I put in another plug for the, for your network? <laughs> let, let, let me say that. Let, let me say this about Wake the Flock Up Network. Yeah. It has so much stuff that like I don't even check out everything. I really, I'll be honest. I just check out the like the people I know mm-hmm. or someone that I kind of know of because I of people I know. I know. Oh, I like for example, anybody that's IE, I'm gonna check it out. Mm-hmm. So like. Uh, what is it? Even though I went to high school with Kid Presentable, mm-hmm. I'm not like super tight with him. Yeah. But when that podcast came out with you and him, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess with that, you know. And it was awesome because I, I heard store like different angles of stories of my life, like people I knew. I'm like, oh, that's this angle from this crew's perspective yeah. of us and stuff like that. So it's like, wake the flock up has that much stuff, and you got your big names. Like I've heard the Abstract Rude not only on Flow and Tail, but I've heard the Abstract Rude on Wake the Flock Up episode, yeah. mm-hmm. or people that I come to find as we get more into the underground scene. We meet people like Mescalito, and then I hear the Mescalito one. So it's like. Like, I, I still could get a new podcast every week, and I don't even check out everything. You know, right. there's so much stuff. You, could, I don't think I even could check out everything. I, now. I appreciate that we you do know. have over a hundred and some episodes. Right, it's a lot of content. Um, yeah. It's a lot of content just on yeah. Wake the Flock Up, right. and then uh, each one, teach the one is are building. We're, we're we're building, uh, but Wake the Flock Up is special to me, obviously, because um, it's my brainchild, right? And I and I and I saw an opportunity that wasn't being done anywhere else at the moment. Now there's a couple of them that are doing it, but they're still not doing it like we're doing it just because they're not meant to do it like we're doing it, right? So what I tell people is there's a million interview shows you can go to. There's a million people you can talk to, but there's only one way to flock up, and it's an obvious reason why we're doing we're being so successful with the people that we are because not, we're not just hunting down these names. Dude, one of the first people I ever had was Notice Young. One of the um, first people was um, Mishar. One of the first people was Owen. One of these first, They're not humongous names, but they're good artists and they were good friends of mine um so to me it seemed like yo my friends need this yeah they need people need to know about them and people become attached and i have gotten into it like yo that mishtar episode was like a year and a half ago super dope i got that like the other day it's like oh that's cool people are going back and but it's because of the support of the audience that we've been able to do that and also just your commitment to delivering quality you're not going to just put any random person on you're going to put somebody on that your taste feels deserves to be i'm very selective of who i have on so like ultra change was just up here telling a story how it took him like two years to get on (laughs) not because (laughs) not because they weren't good but because first there's all these other things i got to go through second um I'm very selective of who I've on. So you might hit me up once, you might hit me up twice, and I might not even respond. But I got it. Trust me. I'm I, I paying attention. And again, if it's somebody that I don't feel is contributing in a positive way, then I'm not gonna put you on. You can go do that with somebody else, but I I'm not gonna spend my time and energy and my audience time and energy because now they trust me to be like, yo, all right, there's a standard that they hold themselves up to. And dude, like we said before, you can't pay us. We've never paid anyone, and uh, we're not going to pay you, and you're not going to pay us to be on the show. It's not the way it works, right? Because the minute I do that, then everything I said doesn't count for anything, right? It's what I tell people, like all these MCs that are turning, that were positive, and now they're turning money, and all this stuff's like, yo, well, everything this person said means nothing now. And yeah. And credibility is all we have. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like an NBA game versus a college game. You know, the intention is different. The reason why you're there is different. One is glory. One is credibility. The other one is let's get some paper. Let's get some money. But uh, we're happy where we are and uh, we're not stopping anytime soon. That's why the changes are occurring. A lot of inner changes. Also, a lot of exterior things, a lot of cosmetic things you're going to see change on the website. And um, with people coming in, we got to make adjustments. I mean, Rain's name's got to be added on there sometime. 
Not anytime soon. Don't worry about it. But it will eventually have to say Cosmos of War and Rainbow Zoo, right? It would be only it would only be fair. So we're gonna make it in graffiti curses. There you go. So thank you guys uh for following us, loving us, and we love you guys back. Uh let's let's build. You know what I'm saying? And having said that, uh, our guests for tonight are the one, the only West Coast adventurers are here tonight. Hey, how's it going, what's everybody? Up, what's up? How you doing? Honored, honored to be here. Yeah. Two yeah. of the four. Yeah, the, uh, there's there's four of us. Yeah. Uh, you got the two MCs right here on the stage, and we got our beat maker waiting in the wings. As soon as he could plug into something, we'll probably get a little set going for y'all or something. We but, will but have gonna, a set, a live set from from Ross Josh Beats. Let's go down. Yeah. I need I need the, the roster. Let's go down the line. What is it? Uh, Mr. Sham. Okay. Right here. Tangent Wiggy. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Ross Josh Beats, uh-huh. and the, our absent member is Calm Fix Up. Okay. Uh, uh, easy to remember because it's the opposite of Nervous Breakdown. You know? Nervous calm Breakdown. Fix calm up. Fix Up. <laughs> nervous <laughs> Breakdown. That's yeah. the, that's our, he's, he's like our fourth Beatle in a lot of ways, too, because he's often our engineer. He does multi-instrumentalist stuff. He'll punch in guitar, keyboards, a lot of behind-the-scenes work. Can't forget uh, all, though. Huh? Oh, oh, and we got a we got a homie who's who's moved right now. So he's he's in Portland. So he he's not active member, but the homie Aldo, who's actually produced the stuff that you've seen on a video and stuff that we have of us. That's what's up. Yeah, I'm yeah. with it. Uh, <clears throat> West Coast Adventures hit me up a few months. Uh, what is it? Uh, initially, the homie Greaseball had had us hit you up probably like probably six months ago, probably right when I got into your podcast. I was like, this podcast is tight. Oh, yeah. Greaseball, I'm hearing you on it. It's funny. And he's like, oh yeah, hit him up. He'll, he'll get you on there. And you're just busy. Like I could tell you had you had a lot going on. It was yeah. and, and the way I see, it, we don't get offended. We just we we hit everybody up, and we're always doing something. So everybody gets back to us at some point, you know. And there's uh, a car in the way. I think you'll hit the back. Oh, was it was is there? <laughs> uh, let me see if I can get him. Is he there? Is there? Is there? Colder than a witch's fucking nipple in here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just yeah. saying, I'm like, oh, got, you're not gonna just pass. You're just not gonna. You're just not gonna pass through that. <laughs> Why would a witch's nipple be cold? <laughs> because I don't know. She ain't alive. <laughs> she don't wear a bra. <laughs> She's I mean, out in the cold on a broomstick at night. <laughs> that is an old saying. It it's is, the cold. It that's an old saying. You know, the cold is <laughs> a witch's teeth. Witch's yeah. teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never heard that saying. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. 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 Oh, what? Shit. You know what, dude? That's a home. As a geek of Wake the Flock Up. That's a hallmark of Wake the Flock Up is concept not knowing old sayings like that. So it's charming, dude. It's funny. He's you got know? your yeah. pattern uh, down, uh, homie. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, He's I, learning th- you. Thank you. Thank you for knowing the podcast that well. Yeah, but yeah, I had yeah. the colder than a witch's teeth. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck absolutely. Is that shit? That's the phrase. What, what, what are because... the circumstances? Is it winter? Is she outside? Is she, she have a shirt yes, on? Yes, it is winter. She's outside. It's Halloween night. The broad is on a broomstick. <laughs> so she's it's on a broomstick. So it's cold. it's cold. But why would her nip be colder than like the? Is she like? It's supposed. Is she to like be a nursing broad? Is she like a nursing broad? And <laughs> the, the nips are off. She's a witch. Oh, she's t- going free. Oh, that's what's up. She's... <laughs> I'm kind of with this now. Witches are feminist as fuck, homie. They don't wear bras. Colder than a witch's teeth. I like that. Colder than a polar bear's toenail. Oh, yeah. yes. Like, that, that's like the outcast. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying I want to keep it hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's He's fucking like, cold. I know the hip-hop sayings. Yeah, I know the hip-hop sayings. That- <laughs> I got those. So, that's the kind of scholar concept is. I'm just saying. Yep. <laughs> We 
drank the DOC's formula writ political phenomena. We took our time and listened to the learned astronomer explain how hobby work when we visited Andromeda. Sweat the tears that bleed from a burning philosopher. So who's the hippie mafia? We're trying to rig thermometers. Middle class problems like the sun, they stay on top of you. We came here to cool down, not to be popular. We always told the truth, but we aim to be honest. You're young for a long time. I came with the wrong lines. Got a princess face in space, and then they hate give me a bog mine. I used to ride a rawhide, now I fight apartheid. Them leaders that was smart lied, led us to the dark side. I could have been a part lie, but now I eat my vegetables. The IE is a vestibule. We tested for the rest of you. Let's you become infected fools with boredom. An angle one, finding more than dinosaurs. We're scratching claw and biting sound. The fighters want oases on irregular bases. Young peace tends to be a house of cards like Kevin Spacey. We'll spend a lot of time erasing the dividers that we're raising to some legal troubles. Cause eagles hover over grad students with empty cabinets. Last time we were thirsty, this time the savages are ravenous. The habit is our habitat, it's where we got our habits at. Head for death star, the inland empire strikes back. 951 to the 909. Find your fun, but find your grind. Find the one, but find your mind. A lot of work in school to do, but not a lot of time. 951 to the 909. Find your fun, but find your grind. Find the one, but find your mind. A lot of work in school to do, but not a lot of time. Like the house of M I'll please check your cards again In the beginning we were a new hope Spitting that new dope That couldn't cope with the scope of our rise A cool master Jedi is ready to surprise A coast low on his lives Tribes of the vault line who assault rhymes Giving the one a thumbs up or sum up Of the city who sleeps on its side Breathing in clouds as a heat and ocean ties Where the new divides and the root provide The truth to thrive I've seen culture meet the cul-de-sac Where white looks black and black acts white A vintage twilight Memory is space, a place where personality trumps race, suburban facts and a track home rat race. We tried to keep pace, but we needed a break to balance the give and the take. It's like our city and our lives had the trimmers and the shakes, dealing with the grinners and the fakes. But as the beats break and the earthquakes, the words just like ah, ache up out of our chest. So we took time off to get back to our best. I had to move and rebuild the nest while the homie had to put family to rest. Attested our limits and pushed our potential All essential to our impact A star destroyer intact You may fire when ready and watch As the Indian Empire strikes back 951 to the 909 Find your fun but find your grind Find the one but find your mind A lot of work and school to do But not a lot of time 951 to the 909 Find your fun but find your grind Find the one but find your mind A lot of work and school to do But not a lot of see us you haven't been here yet 
what it is, it's, it's a warehouse here at King's Corner. Um, and it's an open, opened back area that people are coming down, seeing like right now we got one, two, three, four, we're about six people, maybe seven. We've had up to like 30 people just come watch and check out the podcast, which nice. is a beautiful thing. We'd love to see. Stan, we get some chairs out. And, hey, feel free, 1020 North of Batavia Street, feel free to just come get some fucking benches out and some chairs and, you bar. We've had people barbecue while they're here. Like, yo, oh, you got a grill? So down like, yeah, barbecue. we pull the grill down. Oh, now you tell me. Yeah, we're gonna make some elotes. Like we wouldn't have brought all that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Drink and smoke, and we 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 chill here. We're adults and stuff. I'm ready. Uh, yeah, I said we appreciate the hospitality, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Thank we you. We really appreciate it. We try to be professional, but then again, be as courteous to the guests as possible. Right. We understand the hip hop. I don't smoke. Uh, I don't. Right? You smoke? Um, I don't smoke with people that I don't know very well. Ooh, sure, sure. No, and anxiety happens. It's okay. It's we talked happens. about this. Did we? Remember, Medicine Johnson <laughs> was high as shit and I wasn't. Oh, but yeah, and he was kind of like dickish because he was like, <laughs> I mentioned, I, you see Medicine Johnson has like all this hair and I'm like, hey, yo, so what's going on with the hair? He goes, what about it? And I'm like, oh, you know, your hair, are you going to cut it? Maybe, maybe not. Shout out and to I'm Medicine Johnson. And I'm like, all right, if you're going to be a dick. No, I don't care. It's hair. <laughs> I'm, I told him, all right, if you're going to be a dick, I just want to talk about your hair. And, and she's like, yeah, stop being a dick. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I don't medicine. mean to be a dick. I'm just like super hard right now. I'm like, all right, whatever. He really, to his, to his, oh. Oh, to defense. his defense, <laughs> dick. when he's oh. high, he's really fucking high. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Shout out. I, I just remembered that. So then the other, so after we tried to get on the, after we hit you up, the next thing we did get on with you was your bar show, you know, and and uh, oh, that's and, true. And, and so then, so now if you go to westcoastavengers.com and you go to links, and then you're gonna see a link to bars, you know. And this is and this is a good thing you brought this up. Yeah, and, yeah, I'll, yeah. and I'll tell you this why. So I also do a album review show. I know. I'm ready. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The B side album review yep, show. Yep. Good call, it's, called, it's called Bars. Remember? It's myself. I'm a geek of that show too, homie. <laughs> so it's myself and Top Dime, and we review albums. Yeah. Now, let me give you a little background so you see how it works. They give us the albums, and we don't speak for two weeks, me and Top Dime. The day of the review, minutes before, then we review notes. Oh, what did you give them? What did I give them? We judge them on lyrics, production, engineering, and quality of because it's an album, supposedly. So we expect the engineering to be on point. We expect, and, and all that stuff. So uh, West Coast Adventures came up and uh, two other two other albums. I don't Absolutely. remember. I don't remember. Yeah, I believe it was Jeff Turner. Jeff Turner. And I think it was an all Spanish album that was also very dope. All everything. You very dope. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And I, 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 I appreciate you saying this because you did not get the top score. Where, where, where? Right? No. But you got a good score yep. because yeah. your album was good. At least it's honest. Yeah. And dude, yeah. and, and what we also do, we play a sample of the album yep, yep, so that video. people can understand what reference we come from. And me and Top Dime, both being MCs, we understand bars, timing, tempo, because uh, you know. So it's all constructive. Like, but we still got to make it entertaining. But we're still so constructive. Like, we don't mean to disrespect or hurt anyone's feelings. So when we went down the line, we you know this and the other. But your album was very well put together. It was original. The concept behind the album was super dope, which was really intriguing because you have a. It's like the Inland Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's like a star. It's like nerdcore meets like suburban stoners, you know, and uh, with a lot of funky uh, boom bap production. 
and uh, has like a, a space theme and a Star Wars theme. And the opening song is kind of like Moss Eisley Brothers, Moss Eisley being the city that you see like Obi-Wan and Luke in in the first Star Wars movies, like yep. with the grimy city with, the, with those people like that. Like it's kind of a metaphor for that is Desert City is like in the IE. And so it starts off like that. And then at the end, it's Inland Empire Strikes Back and other Star Wars stuff. So yeah. we, it's kind of, And when we perform it, we have, we, you know, we do a whole little Star Wars stage show and stuff like that. You know? So it was super dope. And and it was it stood out a lot, and the bars were present, the the beats were amazing. Uh, I was all for it, dude. We were all we both came back with the same idea of that. And the way it works is it's one two one two three four five bars, but getting from one bar to the other bar is kind of like the Richter scale. So like, right. if it's like a if you have an earthquake that's a six, a seven is like ten ten twenty times worse. Mm-hmm. So same thing with the bar. So if you get one bar to the second bar to the third bar, you're doing fucking great, right? Right. You don't want anything below three bars. Like right, if you get anything right. below three bars, you're kind of crappy. But you got three and a half or something like that. Uh, it, it was three. It, it was, was three, three bars. But but it was just it was a totally solid three. It wasn't close at all. That's it was, exactly. It was a solid three. I, I remember <laughs> I remember thinking that, thinking, yo, this is a three, but like, it was no question that it no was a three. question that it was a three, yeah, and yeah. that mean it was a good, well put together album, and I really enjoyed it. So thank you for for mentioning that. Yeah, yeah, it's a dope show. And if you go to westcoastavengers.com, hit the links. You'll see the link to bars and the link to our bars episode. Yep, you know? beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are a group of four. Yep, yep. When did it happen? How did it happen? I got to know. Oh, man, that started back uh high school. Like, the really beginning, beginning, I knew Josh, Um, me and him met. And then later on, we met Tristan, and they introduced him to Tristan. And then we all started rapping together. Yeah. And Josh has just been making beats. In his room, chilling, fucking, fucking around with him for like years. He's just been at it nonstop, just a beast at it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah and then yeah, me and Tristan, we just we just kept rapping over stuff, and we we're like, we should make a group out of this, and we started putting shows together and doing shows a lot more. And this was all in Fontana. Uh, I would say that like, Sean and I met in high school. We started doing like poetry together. We saw like, oh, you do spoken word, I do spoken word. We do rap, we do poetry, and we would do that. And then he was already doing rap stuff, music with Josh. And then, uh, and then we started doing it all together. Uh, by I'd say 2007, we were calling it West Coast Avengers. Most of us were about 20. We were in Fontana and Cucamonga area in the Inland Empire, and we would host like three-hour hip-hop nights at the coffee shop, you know, at Foothill and Archibald in Cucamonga, or we would, uh, you know, just play at whatever bar or coffee shop that we could play at uh, until probably around. 2010, I would say the Chamber Records cats, uh, who Josh partly grew up with in the Covina area before he came out to the IE, uh, Chamber Records cats such as Archive and Spock and uh, and those cats, but especially Namek, especially Mm -hmm. Namek would book us for stuff and get us on stuff, you know, everywhere from Covina to Pomona to Pasadena. Shout out to Namek, dude, even back then. And that kid was, that's kid three three years younger than me. I didn't even know that back then. I thought he was older than me. You know, (laughs) and now I know that Namek is three years younger than me and he's hustled to where he's at and Dude, he's been positive and showing love and helping people out the whole time, including people like us. We wouldn't be where we were at if he hadn't, if Namek hadn't put us on a lot of things. So shout out to Namek. Namek is one of you those know? MCs that's like yeah, shows love. So talented, and it's like I don't want to say you don't expect it, but it's like yeah, he's very well put together as an MC in general. Right, right. That's why he's the the four time sixty back to back sixteen bar rap champion. Right, right. That um. Abstract Root put together the Six and Bar yeah. Rap Challenge. He's won it four times in a row. He's a yeah. fucking beast. Yeah. But he's also not the most um, 
I don't want to say he's not the most lyrical, but like I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very not simplistic, but very well, easily to understand, put together uh, style. He's not shooting missiles. He's building brick walls, and he's killing it. You know, yeah. you know like yeah. yeah, that's how that's how I would put and it. And he's dude. building a reputation for that, building a reputation for being a guy you can count on, being a good guy, even though he's like a really street hood guy right he's still very much like yo man like very professional some, and some smart positive and smart too intelligent dude on what he does so yeah. uh, i really enjoy him seeing him see like that grow right you know it says a lot and uh and so around 2010 they started putting us on those shows as far as katie jakes covina uh you know jakes burgers and billiards in pasadena all that kind of stuff then we start meeting people like big rob who would put us on future stuff people like imagine that julian mm-hmm. you know who would put us on future stuff uh and then uh, I went to grad school and and that kind of put us on halt, you know. And uh, but I did I did my master's in poetry, which really halted us for a bit, you know. Well, in but, poetry, they have a master's in poetry. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I no idea. And and I did it <laughs> with the poet. homies. <laughs> I did like, like they let me design it the way I wanted it to. So I was doing my rap stuff. My thesis is based on rap. If you look up on Google like "Confessions of a Hip Hop Hippie," like my thesis will come up and you can read it. And it's my thesis about That's like I hip hop poetry, working class aesthetic. In, in music and stuff like that, yeah, and and uh, and like even all my fi- all my finals were getting Josh and getting Sean and getting our other beat makers to get together and do do performances at like at at like cool restaurants and coffee shops in Redlands and San Bernardino because I went to Cal State San Bernardino and we would do our readings and stuff like that. So that was it was really dope that I got to do that. So it was like tailored to what we're doing. And what was, the only thing I regret is that I hadn't met people like Greaseball and Notice Young and the kind of the IE Sunny Days and Vibes branch of music that I that we become f- um, familiar with in the last year because it's it's and it's crazy if you read my thesis and i talk about like the working class experience of inland empire citizens and hip-hop and what it means and then we meet these cats sometimes i feel like i wrote them into existence and shit you know like it's wild johnny greaseball didn't exist until you wrote it down you know (laughs) you know it's uh i guess it's just like it's like in other words they were exactly what i was looking for like i've been thinking about like there has to be this whole consciousness it's not just me and sean you know and because even chamber like they're the homies but they're over in the 626 they're not in this quite uh the same area yeah, as, as we, us, you know. It we took didn't, a minute to find the scene. To, to find what we found with that grease ball and these cats yeah. have been building, you know, the, and, and it, life and all that, yeah. It, it does seem to be kind of like, see, see, Baca calls it like it was it was a club. It was kind of like, sure, you it, always, had to it build, always is. And it always is until you, until you break into it, you see like, oh, damn, like there's people out there just like me that have been doing the same thing and, and trying to build. There's a saying, what you seek is also seeking you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, I mean, you guys are already familiar with the law of attraction. You definitely wrote it into existence. When right. you put out what you want, it comes back to you. It's that simple. So you're reaping the benefits of your work to be more of yourself, and you're attracting those people that are here to hear your message. Right. Th- th- I was reading a book, and the book was telling me that uh, it was saying that people that actually express out loud their goals, right? They seem to have find them a lot yeah. easier than the people that just kind of just think about them all day. Oh no, you gotta talk about it. You gotta write <laughs> about it. You gotta oh, obsess yeah. over so, it. So that's what the the book is basically <laughs> saying. Like you're able to create your own path if you actually start by cre- like God created the world by saying let there be this and let there be that. So that's the story of someone who had an idea or a, 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 a image of something he wanted to create and he spoke it into existence. So is that's the, the book first thing. Think and grow rich. Huh? Is the book Think and Grow No, rich? it was it was this this well, it, words are powerful. It was this um that they are Tai Chi book that Magical, I was reading. Magical man. 
this Tai Chi master wrote down his experiences and he was like, yo, well, you know, growing up, I never had a lot, but I always thought of this and he always mentioned it, blah, 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 and all that stuff. Yeah, you got to talk about it. You got to talk about it. And that's the first step. And then pursue it and don't don't do things that will get in your way of doing things you want to do. Yeah. Because ultimately, like, we're more afraid of what we can do than of what we will do. Like, like people are really scared of their own success. They really don't want to be successful because then it's some real shit. So, <laughs> dude, that's why that's why it's like so much easier to just have like a nine to five every day and work for somebody else. Because what you're doing, if you have a nine to five and working for somebody else's dream, right. it has gotten to a level where they need to hire someone. So now th- their dream is to have a multi-million dollar company and you're being part of that dream. You're helping them succeed right. there. But once you go out there by yourself and start developing your own stuff and start working towards that, that's when you really start growing as a person because you're taking risks, you're making decisions for yourself. You're you're like, oh man, like okay, well, what? maybe if I move this money here and not there, and it really helps you evolve and grow and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Shout out to Alter Change. Hell yeah! Shout out to Alter Change. Get the fuck out. I saw Alter Change. Hey, hey, hell, hell yeah, yeah we'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. You got my cards. We got yours. I saw these guys at Flow and Tell. I saw Young Miss from the IE rocking with them. They were dope. Yeah. Saw Grizzly Adams compete alongside me and Anik and others in the SBRC competition. Those fools are dope. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Uh, so speak and then do. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because that's the way it's going to start. Right. It's, it's so essential to write it down. I've been reading Think and Grow Rich periodically for like a year now. And, you know, I come back to it all the time. But you have to write it into existence. I just made a vision board. <laughs> nice. I know it sounds super gay. No, I'm with it. No, 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 no. It sounds I, gay, but I'm with it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's so dope because what I did is like, all right, I moved into my spot like in May. Super broke. And then the other day I was like, I really need to start beautifying this spot. Like, you know, making it feel more homey and shit. So I started putting stuff up. And just this week, I was, like, finding sales on, like, the things that I put up. Like, you know, original price was, like, $150, and I found it for, like, 45 And, like, you know, because once you see it every day, you think about it, it becomes a healthy obsession. And then, like I said, what you seek is also seeking you. So writing it down or having it in front of you and talking about it and reading it to yourself you're constantly thinking about it and thinking about ways to attain it or to become it. So let's say you say, all right, in a year, I want to make over $100,000. If you're reading that to yourself every single day, then guess what? You're thinking about ways on how to make that happen as opposed to, uh, yeah, I would love to be a millionaire. And then you just forget about it because you're busy with the daily grind. Yeah. Like It's imperative to write out your future existence because then you're creating a path for yourself. I love the idea that we all think of what we would do if we won the lottery, but we don't play. You ever think about that? Uh-huh. Right? Like, oh, man, if I want the lottery. To... But you never go and buy a fucking lottery buy ticket. Buy a ticket, my child. <laughs> here, here, oh, here, here's why. Because you don't want, you're scared to win it. Like, it, it, and that's just an, a, a little example of how you're scared of your own success. You're scared of what you're capable of really, truly doing. And scared might be the wrong word, but. Not ready for it. You're comfortable. See, comfortability is the worst fucking thing you can feel. As a human, as a as a as a human being, dude, you should never be comfortable. The minute you're comfortable is the minute you're just gonna slouch. It's the minute that fucking 
that Sabretooth eats the caveman. He's comfortable now. <laughs> Instead of the caveman being frosty, like, yo, what's up? What's going on? What's going on? Now, you know what I'm saying? You're on your toes. Oh, I'm, la- I'm relaxing. I'm chilling. You get your ass ate. So what ha- well, not? You know, not, not literally, but... They, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They eat you. They get eaten. What I'm saying is, as, <laughs> as artists, as, as artists, you should always be kind of thinking of the next step. What's going on? Because, yes, celebrate your achievements but remember that that's the next step and yeah. the next and no one knows about the next step until someone yeah. does it well right. bruce lee said that he's like you know i'm happy but i'm never content yes right. yes so if so more. if west coast adventures had a vision board what would be on it oh man um more vi- <laughs> more videos a lot more right. videos uh I'm, I'm like, yeah, but let me just so like c- catch up from where the, the narrative left to, to this. So so in between what I just said, when we finally found the scene, like probably about a year ago, we found Sundays and Vibes, we started linking up with like other professional people such as that. I don't know if you know. Here's you know, here's a dude you should get to for, for, for the pluck up. You know who Pace is or Pace Productions? Oh, yeah. He does the Alex, pictures. Alex Renoso. Yeah, shut up. Dude, he does. He does the graphic design. He does posters. He does music videos. He does. He did uh, album art for us. He does all kinds of graphic design. Yeah. He does video. He actually produces dope beats. Like he is a full. He is behind. He's one of the the original forces behind Sunday Days and Vibes. One of the original forces behind us putting our actual physical stuff into albums, which we have now. You know, um, he's a big force in the IE, and he keeps it quiet. He's just trying to sell his graphic design services and stuff. You know, but shout out to Pace. He's dope, and and I think he'd uh, you'd be amazed at the, where he, he went to school for graphic design, okay, and okay. he's a he's a he's a brilliant dude. And, and uh, what was it? So we uh, we made our first video for which is for our new album. Um, and Empire Strikes Back, yep. uh, which is the one that was reviewed on Bars, and so we got that video made, and we got to do a lot of things. We're like a nerdcore band, so like Inland Empire Strikes Back, it's like a nerdcore concept, you know, yeah. like nerdcore hip hop is like you, you may have heard, you've heard MF Doom, you may have heard MC Chris, you know, who's from like Adult Swim cartoons and yep. stuff like that yep, on yep. You know, on the uh, Adult Swim Cartoon Network. Uh, you may have heard. Uh, like Dell, right? You know, yeah, yes. Dell ha- yeah. even has a he has a, a series of EPs called Merce the West Coast Adventures. Too, you know? In the sense, could have some too. And uh, yeah, Dell has a series of EPs that's called West Coast Adventures. Uh, what is it? Uh, who is it? Jism from Project Bloat has oh, okay. a, has an EP called West Coast Avengers. We actually met him and talked to him about it, and he was like, "We, we were all like, it's Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> like it really comes from Marvel comics. So yeah. it's like no one's really tripping. So I we uh, there's a there's an old graffiti crew, West Coast Avengers." And I, well, I do got to admit, I didn't know that there was a there's an early '90s crew. I knew this. I found out this recently. Uh, there's an early '90s crew that was West Coast Avengers. That was Rascast, Michael Myers, Voodoo, yes. and Mean Green. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I and I know about that. Now those are the the one West Coast. There's actually a dance crew of young kids. I asked you. You don't remember. At Flo and Tell, we talked about it briefly. I asked her, like, what did Rascast say about the West Coast Avengers? You know, they, like, so, didn't trip? Like, so Rifleman mentioned it in a post on Instagram. He, and then he tagged Mean Green from West Coast Aven- from the original West Coast Avengers, who then came and talked about it in a friendly way. He was like, yeah, we haven't been West Coast Avengers for 17 years. It's all good. So we're good. Okay. You know, and then, then and they tagged Rascast, who did not respond. You know, he was probably yeah. rocking a show. <laughs> or, 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 you know what? I think I literally saw him at, at Swap Me with you. Uh, on Instagram at the same time or something like that. Oh, like maybe. I saw like a picture of him. Of, I'm yeah. like, so my, because I was like, damn, is our, are all the old, are the OGs really about to blow up our page like this? And yeah. then, and then so I go to Razkaz's page to see like, is he even in a position to respond? And yeah. he was like, totally, I think he was doing something with you. It's a, it's Razkaz has got to be like the coolest dude uh, yeah. and the most like unexpectedly 
chill, dude. Right for how much of a beast he is. For so much you know? of a beast he is, and and like you, he almost gives you like this gangster vibe in his tracks. He came from, dude, I grew up listening to nah. him on. That's, I mean, that's why I was embarrassed to not know because I grew up as a Rascast fan. Yeah. I grew up on G Funk, as many people did, you know, and so I heard uh, Rascast on Machiavelli and Mac Ten songs, The Ghetto Fabulous, produced by Dr. Dre. Like right. that's how I knew about Rascast, and so yeah. to see him later on, it makes sense. So he was always a six fitter like that. I mean, yeah. I see why he's with Project Blood people and such now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, he 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 wears like cardigans, right? He, he, oh, we saw like, him. Like he's the... not like a gangster, like at all. And he goes, I keep getting this image of people thinking that I'm just like this. He's a troublemaker for sure. He's like that troublemaker kid, like, you know what I'm saying? But he's not like a mean dude. He just like he just gets into shit all the time. <laughs> Actually, okay, I, I, I just my, my stoner rambled under the under the side about it. So as tar- in terms of our goals, Nerdcore Band, right? We got to actually accomplish a lot of our biggest goals this year. Not only did we host the Claremont Comic Con, which is like a L.A. County, but near the I.E. Dope. area city, we yeah. had to host the Claremont Comic Con. We're about to host it again Sunday, December sixth. We're hosting uh, yeah, yeah. Epic Saga, D- Diesel, uh, Thesis, yeah. uh, Zay, yeah. us, and several other really dope acts. We'll, we'll come back to that. Not only did we get to do that, but we actually got to play at the mu- at the Nerd music festival at San Diego Comic-Con in, uh, on July 10th last year, uh, earlier this year, you know, which yeah, was like, that, that was, was awesome. honestly, that was like biggest goal. We had a vision board, you know, we had a you goal, did we had a goal oh, board, yeah. we had all that, and that was our biggest goal was, <laughs> was, for a while. was play <laughs> at it. San Diego Comic-Con, mm-hmm. you know, like that was the, th- that, that was the goal. And we got to do that, like all because, kind of how you're saying you, you got to play to win, right? Yep. Honestly, I'm, you know, like, I got my, my education in writing. I'm really good at just sending out emails to everybody. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. I never tripped about if it took you a few months to get back to us because there's 12 other people that I hit up to do something with because that's the kind of grind we try to have. You know? Thanks. You're making, yes. me feel, you're making me feel Loving special. the work Oh, ethic. no, you know what I'm saying. You know, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying the opposite. I'm here thinking you're like, oh, man, when's that calling? Yo, what's up? Hey, <laughs> I'm not trying to be another one, di- bitch, because I, I, hear, I hear your podcast about a lot of these MCs becoming whacking this way yeah. and whacking this way. I'm not trying to be that MC. No, like, I so you. I'm saying the opposite. Like, we're, you know, yeah. I'm never going to we're never going to trip on, on you about nothing. <laughs> okay. You know, and uh, so we honestly, we accomplished our biggest goal. And so a lot of, I think the last few months has been like, damn, we accomplished the thing that we thought it was going to take five years, like, or 10 more years to accomplish. Like, right. we played San Diego Comic-Con. So what do we do next? Like, I guess we want to do more videos. We want to host more Comic-Cons. I, I really, hey, if anyone that works at Frank and Sons Collectibles over a city of industry. Oh, that place dude, is awesome. Dude, yeah. I, dude, I don't know how we got to play San Diego Comic-Con, but can't play Frank and Sons. But hey, hit us up, hey, Frank man. and Sons. Yes. You know, and, and, and you know, it's funny, dude, people are hungry for it dude everybody from like the dopest biggest people that we know that we think are tight people like thesis and greaseball all the way to like little homies that we didn't even know give a damn about what we were doing like everybody wants to be part of these nerdcore shows when we throw a show at a comic-con when we play at comic-con <laughs> when you know uh, we're even gonna start this is a this is a world announcement right here oh, shit. Like, like, wake the flock up exclusive check, check, actually you know actually, this is a helpful forum for me to, for, for me to announce this dude people if you want to be on our nerdcore stuff prepare clean nerdcore stuff prepare clean nerdy songs make a clean three-minute song about Mario Brothers. Make a clean three-minute song about Spider-Man, right? Because because we're doing stuff at family-friendly things. We're doing it. Way com- ahead of we're, you. we're playing at comic book shops. We're playing at the comic book expos. Yeah. You know, it's like you want. I mean, there's people with money there. There's, Have you heard you know? of Last Emperor? Yeah, 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 yeah. Last Emperor has a track called Secret Wars. Yeah, it, it tells the whole story of Secret Wars. What right? if I had the power to gather all of my favorite MCs 
against the dopest uh, comic book characters and they became arch enemies. Unbelievable, right. unconceivable, yet as well as it seems. Right. Last Emperor and Stan Lee would coach the two opposing teams. And he breaks it down like uh, it's like uh, KRS-One versus Dr. Xavier. Right. And then Raskaz versus Magneto. Oh. And Buster <laughs> Rhymes versus Dr. Dude, listen. He, and then he made a second part. Sick. If you guys have not heard that, go to YouTube right now. Stop what you're doing. Don't stop listening to the show, but stop that. Stop whatever else you're doing. <laughs> Go to YouTube and Google Last Emperor Secret Wars Part 1 and Part 2. Super sick. There you right, go. Right, that's, right. that's exactly what you're talking about. Right, absolutely. And, uh, actually, I saw you and, so, and someone else talking about that on Facebook a couple months fucking ago. Fucking dopest like, track fuck, ever, yeah. With that, yeah. I'll play a little then, bit on the, on the episode right hell now. Yeah. So hell, hell yeah. So hold on. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so honestly, we, we want to do more of that because we feel like that's more of a niche. Honestly, the way they treated us at that show, it was a festival, right? They had a fully lit merch booth for us. They we uh, got love. You know, like they let us we play. They, they let us play for like stage. seventy minutes. It was a beautiful, perfect stage with sound techs. We got backstage access for us and all of our friends. There was an unlimited beer garden, and that's part the of love how. Was real. And yeah. that's part of how they got people to come in. So instead of saying like, "Oh, we're gonna book fifty acts and you know bring a bank, bunch of people," and so we could read, read the benefit no this is the first you, year like it's like you are a nerd novelty act that's why we want you we're gonna get people by we're gonna hit the streets and say hey free beer and nerd music and it's on comic-con weekend free you know, beer that's ridiculous you know and it's and so it was and it was nerd a, music and it was nerd music and so there's people in cosplay because they're walking out of san diego comic-con <laughs> we played on the harbor dude i and, love it, watching it, nerds dress up it's, it was the shiznit amazing. Dude. it was it, it was yeah. it was the Creative. dream yeah. <laughs> And, and I'm so, a huge nerd too. Let me, exactly. let me let me just say that. Yeah. I, I am a bigger nerd. Than, I don't know if I look like a nerd, but I, I am a humongous. I am a uh, you're not, a culture nerd. I'm a culture nerd. I'm a hip hop nerd, but I'm also anything with anything with you're, space. I think you're a pop culture nerd too, though. You think so? You, you yeah. yes, dude. You're a pop. I, mean, I, don't, I don't mean it in a bad way. Mm. Everything you were saying earlier, how you're like aware of the bigger media picture. You're like, okay, this is what Sway is. This is what Adam Carolla is. Right. You have a bigger picture. You have some. You have a co-host do the news. Like you're part of a larger. You understand that you're part of a larger media context. You're aware of it at least on a professional level. Right. And you have. You can tell you have an interest because you have these little nitpicky things to well, say about when it. I wait, like, it is because um, I have uh, hyper vigilance on everything I do every, right. every all my entire life. So if I'm driving down the street. I might not even realize it, but I noticed the lady in the blue shirt walking down. Like, it's just always been like this since I was a kid. And it was real problematic when I was in the class because the bird outside was fucking with me while the teacher was talking. Or the horn down the street, I picked it up, and now I'm thinking, what color was the car and who was driving it? It's just, you know what I'm saying? It was real. So now it kind of learned to kind of, like, center my powers, like, you know, and concentrate them. And when you're able to do that with something like that, it's really helpful. It really kind of boosts you above everyone else, which is zombying their way through life. Like, uh, right. work, sleepers. sleepers. Like now, you're kind of like, yo, dude, ADD. let's go fucking do this. Let's go do that. And you're just like, yo, uh, you know, so, so it's kind of that. But I'm a huge nerd. I love comic books. I'm a huge comic. Right. I love Spawn. I grew up on X-Men. Um, I grew up on a comic book called... Uh, Destructor of the Force or something like that. What? I was a kid. Super sick. And it was like this young kid lived and, and it, you would forget because the kid would, he he wasn't like in a crazy bin, but he he imagined an entire world in his head and then the comic book, he would flip the page and he's sitting alone in his bed. 
And then it would give you this super dope story. And he's and he's just looking at the floor. And everything going on in his mind. So I was really relatable. I don't remember. I'll, 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 That's fucking crazy. Mm. So, so it would like, be like. We're big comic geeks. Like, <laughs> know, I'm, I'm amazed like, that we don't know. Like we went to, So he yeah. had one where like there's like a samurai descending from a hill. And it's all misty. And, da, 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 da. and then you flip the page. And it's just like this kid just looking at the floor. And then you flip it over and the story continues. So it would take you out of the story and you, and, and it, oh, like these little kids. So it's a crazy story. I love that. I love space. Anything with space. Ancient Aliens. I'm a huge fucking fanatic of that. I watch a bunch of Ancient Aliens. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is one of my heroes. That like, is, I love shit. that dude. Like, awesome. anything, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. I love that. So man. I, I'm really like enthusiastic and, and have a lot of hopes for just life and stuff like that which i really enjoy so i'm all for the nerd shit and and I was <laughs> except for dragon ball z i don't get that i don't understand what that means. josh uh, is a big dragon i still ball don't fan. know what that uh, no. yeah. actually josh and sean have a dragon ball song we'll What's even send that we- to you you know and that we'll send that to you as part of the package maybe the dragon <laughs> balls i don't get it <laughs> i'm actually not a, can't think too not much into, into it it's, it's oh you just don't think about it yeah, okay, just, okay, okay, okay. so i would i guess if i was to say another goal we have another thing we're a very beat maker centric band even though we have MCs. Yeah. So like when we play live, Ross Josh is pad smashing live. He's patterning out drum patterns live. How in the last podcast that you had right now with Ultra Change, you guys are talking about Auxiliary and SK Ill. Shout out to them. They are fucking dope. Uh and but we do we actually do a pretty similar thing but with multiple MCs and actually often multiple beat makers with our other beat maker too. Yeah. Where there, where uh, Josh even has a routine where he does the machine and the MPC at the same time. Mm. You know, and I could I could I could send you a link to that. Oh, shit. that yeah, 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 yeah. He he's he's a madman cuz he, he used to just be on the mpc 4000 just that when he was like 19 and 20 and like so now he does them both at the same time and is doing crazy stuff you know uh, i play keys we have homies that play multi-instruments so we bring in that and so sample that stuff we really are a hippie ass jam band in a lot of ways we call ourselves hip-hop hippies you know nerdcore hip-hop hippies you know uh so like like i don't know if you saw auxiliary and m and auxiliary and m just dropped a cypher video where auxiliary is doing live beats and stuff and so i'm like that's what i want to do more of with us too i want to do a, a, a cypher video series where where it's you're seeing the beat maker just as front and center as you're seeing the MCs. And actually, what uh, what Auxiliary did in that video with Am and their MC, I want to do it when we do it too. They chain he played something different for each MC's 16. You know, That's like sick. like it was sick, dude. Like, and I respect, I hella respect for them, you know, and uh, and then love for them. And uh, that's kind of some of the goals we have. We want to do more live, incorporate live style, the hybrid of electronic and live and hip hop and all that. That's another yeah, goal of ours. Because most of like our friend Jordan plays like a multiple instruments. He, can he play, play he'll bust out his bass guitar in our set, yeah. and then he'll rap, and then he'll jump on the beat machines. I mean, like it, that that was at our last that's show. Talent. You're gonna yeah. see video of that actually. Uh, we had Spock Beats do video of our last show when we uh, we headlined the Grindhouse with Mescalito. And we had uh, Bonnie Blue and Thesis and Rosh Hosh and everybody had beat sets and stuff. And when we played live, Jordan played his beat, uh, Minute Com Fix Up played his beat, and then he busted out his bass guitar. And then, and that was part of the Star Wars suite. We're doing a remix of our song, Jedi. And then he, ju- then he puts down the bass, hits the next beat, and jumps on stage and raps the first verse of the Moss Eisley song that we're doing. You know, like, so it's a, it's a Prince thing going on when you see us. Like, it's, you're so. seeing instruments yeah. as well as emceeing, as well as beat making, as well as singing. You know, we, the, you know the, the song we have a video for, I'm, I'm singing mainly. You know, we, we really try to mix it up. Yeah. That's, a, that's, to be multi-talented like that, I'm very envious of that because I can't play an instrument. I can't do two things different with my hands. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm constantly trying. I feel like I'm. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll try any. I have pun, like a bunch of instruments, yeah. but I can't play yeah. <laughs> any of them. But I still like. You still voice. have them. I still have counts. them, and I still like. Some people are like, like you. You can get out. Of, like I can hold a note here and there. I can do a couple chords and stuff Ray, like that. Do you play it again? I have two guitars, acoustic, a ukulele, a keyboard, and I don't play them. 
But they're there. But they're my there. My boyfriend plays them. What's up with the ukulele? My wife just picked up the ukulele. That's dope. And it is they're dope because I love he, and I and the only song that I that I request her to play is a. Uh, over the Rainbow, like Israel. It's Aww. one of the easiest songs. Uh, that, so, hey, it, that song saved my life one night. And it's a long story. I'll tell you guys. But uh, she she goes, dun, 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 you know, she'll start playing it. And it's like the coolest fucking thing because the guitar is like this small. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this super fantastic thing to see somebody just strum away on this little instrument. Uh, it's I don't therapeutic. Ha- yeah, it, yeah. Is, is that what it is? Is it for girls because it's easily more manageable? Well, it's mainly because it's just a very easy instrument to learn. I I got it for my daughter. We also have a recorder in the house, but that it got it quickly got old. Right. Can you imagine? I play uh I play the cowbell pretty well. <laughs> More cowbell. More cowbell. <laughs> I have a fever. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. My blasted blaster is blasting your back. As a matter of fact, my lightsaber's built to refract. This side has got the craziest trips. Cree dragon pearls into burly like a Wookiee. I'll let it rock your world of them from casting the dance. We don't you call me a liar. So go back to your farm planet and plan to retire. Hang your Mandalorian sword and your Homonort Mandel. You're looking for your protocol joy. Can probably tell. i ring your bell. If that's what you came to this cantina for, we'll send a toilet back to your place with the virus or you chop you up in pieces. Throw you in a sideline. You pant the part again and don't you ever forget. It's good to see a fellow Jedi in this cantina. I've been mobbing with new Republicans, getting that gasolina like Tatooina, where we extracting that solar power. The Hoth extracting that polar power in about an hour. We got a new cold fusion. I'm disabusing any ideas that the new Republic is losing. It's not colonial or territorial to be teaching the younglings the ways of the Force with these tutorials. Seventy years after the Battle of Yavin, we're taking all the energy we could be grabbing. Cause it's an energy crisis That's why ships cloud so many planets' horizons With decrees and edicts from the galactic legislature Enforcers like we have been charged to make sure That we're fortified against Sith and Yuzon Bong So we can hit space bombs and grub on Yudon Bong And you done wrong, gonna be launched into exile We got reptile slaves that are making our textiles For the next while, we're trying to restore our economy Fortress up against empires, trying to be bombing these Turn that funky cantina music down and make your offer. We're trying to fill these coffers with more than Bantha fodder. He doesn't like you. I don't like you either. We're coming through on you with interplanetary fever. What's the procedure? We spark the lightsaber. Take the resources now and count the bodies later. I'm in the corner of the cantina and I seen a couple that I strolling. I noticed they holding a few sabers under the robes. It goes to show that my game of hollow chest is gonna have to wait. Because as a bounty hunter smuggler, I'ma need to escape with my weight before it gets reckless. I'm trying to double on my credits on these death sticks. I'm just a galactic dealer of the notorious type. An ex-Jedi with some Sith-like tendencies. So when I see those republics come, I strike them down like my enemies. You fin to see Finn Grandan. And the model knows that I stand still I kill the music and let's start the fight A hot bright saber's wielded with the focus of the force Blasphemy I take a course of action not often seen I strike with lightning and head for my ship As I give them the slip I radio to the first mate Prepare for takeoff as we make off With the credits and the death sticks But I just had to say I got a bad feeling about this I must have missed the clues Too easy of an escape There's no way we could lose And suddenly I notice. It's all hopeless. With two star destroyers to my front and back, I realized too late. All blasted. It's a trap. 
He doesn't like you. I don't like you either. We're coming through on you with interplanetary fever. What's the procedure? We spark the lightsaber. Take the resources now and count the bodies later. And if I was to extrapolate about yet another goal of ours, yeah. in the uh, I was gonna say wait, I waited till deep in the podcast for this because I want you to feel threatened. But we 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 try we dabble in and we do we dabble in podcasting too. We actually had a uh, a video show on IE Live TV with uh, Nathan Lioness where we hosted uh, hip hop artists as well as poets as well yeah. as painters. The and poet. so we had everybody from poets we knew, people that I did grad school with, uh, to people like Beast of Tree or the Herbalistics or Kelly Mack and other people we had as musical guests. And then we also have a, a, po- a smaller, a shorter audio podcast that we do for the dangertapes.com that's called uh, The Joint Review. And uh, and it's more like a 20-minute podcast. Josh does beats on it, and Sean and I talk about nerd stuff. And, and that we, we talk about, like, IE hip-hop stuff for 10 minutes, and then we talk about, like, nerd shit, what's up with the latest Star Wars trailer stuff for, like, 10 minutes. And and so we kind of we kind of dabble into is that, that. Is it out? Are you guys oh, developing so, it? So not, not only uh, can you go to the dangertapes.com to hear our audio podcast, but if you want to hear all – all see and hear all of our podcasts again. Everything's based at westcoastavengers.com. And if you go to the link section on westcoastavengers.com, you'll find everything from the links to the individual members' profiles to our episode of bars to our podcast to our audio podcast to our our, our, our pod showcast, you know, the, the YouTube one. So everything's at westcoastavengers.com. If you go to the link section, uh, everything else there is on westcoastavengers.com. You go to westcoastavengers.com, both of our albums are, there, are linked there for free, which links to the band camp. You can download them for free. Our videos there for free. Every, everything's for free. And and we link to every, everybody that puts us on, like you, like it gets linked on our links page, Dope. you know. Appreciate you know? that. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, so we, you know, we like to do media stuff too. I mean, if, if we were to do, we've talked about doing a label like Meta Human Productions on some superhero Marvel shit, and I think it would really be be kind of beat maker, live music eccentric, you know. Like, I kind of feel like, like I'm the kind of dude, like, I like to shout out a beat maker in every song I drop, you know, like, like in other words, like if uh, there'll be a rhyme about the beat maker in the song, you know, unless it's like a love song or it's like a song that's like a deep poem about something the whole You don't want to take them out of it. Yeah, by yeah. yeah. We, we, if, we, those we like cases are exceptions. But for the most part, you got to give D, your DJ props. You got to pr- give props to the producer. And I know people do not mean malice when they don't do it. So I'm not calling anyone out specifically. And I'm sure you could find five songs where we don't do it right, you know, but it's my intent. And that's something I want, like an aesthetic that I want. I think we've all believe in as a band you know because we there have been times where there's more beat makers in the group than us we've had four or five beat makers in the group at once you know uh in addition to that we've usually always had the two mcs you the, know? the beat maker uh tribe the the kind of person that's a beat maker is a very unique type of individual so yes. the and yeah yeah as an mc you can learn a lot from a beat maker because it's like patience and it's something that they have to repeat over and over again like and then yeah you know what I'm saying? So it's real repetitive, but you can also see something being created in their head yeah. as they're looking yeah. at the yeah, instrument. So if you sit back and, and like, uh, our official music producer is J Rose. J Rose, yeah. I don't know if you've met Stone J-Rose. Cold with Thesis. Yeah, we heard that. Uh, J Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is, uh, which was, he he pushed to have Thesis on because he's a huge Thesis fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Who he's, isn't? So he's like, uh, so I'll go to J Rose's studio and it's like, you walk into this room and it's just music. It's just like he has a, a, a huge desk and a huge desk and there's vinyl crates down here. He has a sampler up there. He has an old school record player. Like it's just like real music and he's building into it. And he closes his blinds up and he just works and 
you know, in his head, he's like, yes, I'm almost at the go, and he's adding more, and he's tweaking here, and, and as an MC, you're just sitting back, and you're like, whoa, dude, like, I'm, you just, it, you can see it's therapeutic and sanctuous to him, like, it's like this, this yeah. moment of release, and like, he finally hit, he has a painting in his head, and he's finally putting it on, 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 Mastering it on canvas, you know, yeah. it's a beautiful thing, I'm with it. Yeah, it's cool, I've been watching Josh for years, man, he's been just at it, like, man, I, I have he's never met anyone and i've seen a lot of different beat makers and a lot of different like that he's been at it since like 10 more than 10 plus years every single day Damn. making beats for hours on end <laughs> I've seen and it was back in high years. school he hasn't stopped till this day i'm almost 30 <laughs> now and shit like that. <laughs> this, this motherfucker is like i'm 38 like what by friday is my birthday and shit okay. the school's been doing this shit non-stop so for you years like, well, i mean when and you're passionate about something you yeah, you don't you nothing. do it whether you I don't know. It's like breathing. Yeah. You know? yeah. I was, uh, when I was 14, I was like masturbating. Like, like he makes beats. <laughs> I was like nonstop. Nah. Like, Oh, you haven't heard stop. that song we have with the, ra- <laughs> with the rhythm? Oh, no, 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 no. Semi true. Semi true. Rain Bazoo's here. Yeah. Uh, Rain is our new co-host, as you guys yeah. know. Yeah. Congratulations for it. Thank you. I was watching for that. I think she does not understand the magnitude of what's going to happen because, and this is not even me speaking good about my show, that like Valley and Char used to get messages all the fucking time. And you're going to get people coming up to you and be like, yo, how can I get on? Yo, how can I get on? All the fucking time out. So you're going to have to learn to live with that. It's going to happen. But it's a good thing because um, she's very smart, very articulate, very um, strong-willed, which is I enjoy speaking to someone instead of like the typical girl like oh yeah and almost it's just like girls use nobility as nobility as like uh, a defense mechanism no no like, no it's not nobility it's stupidity i was i didn't want to be mean but girls okay, use stupidity well, as a about, like oh i don't know it's how like, about ignorance feigned ignorance <laughs> feigned weakness you're stronger than you pretend to be which again i don't fucking understand i guess you're, you're he's really cracking up i guess you're really it's you're, like the jessica simpson effect is it <laughs> what the jessica she's good man you, you made a good That's choice yeah. so it's um, witticisms like that you know like uh, uh rain is here and uh she's also our new news girl so yep Rain, do you have anything for us? Yes, we are keeping it 100 over here, telling you what's good in the hood. And today I've chosen the hood of the outer space. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard, some pictures came in from Mars. And we've got some very interesting findings. We're number one on Mars, by the way. (laughs) Number one. In addition to Japan. (laughs) Now, they found some really interesting pictures. And and it looks to be um, statues. No. And statues of 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 individuals in Buddhist poses no on way. Mars. Now, if y'all don't believe me, I don't believe you. Look it up on Google: Buddha statues found on Mars. <laughs> and I I was a little that's incredulous. our next album title actually. <laughs> no, I was incredulous. Spoiler alert! But I mean, we already know that there is intelligent life outside of this planet. We do know. Oh, we of course. we are very certain of it. How are we certain? What do you what? What proof do you have of this statement? Well, you haven't looked at the articles on the internet. I am playing NASA. devil's advocate. What are you? <laughs> I want to know. What do you? What did you find? Did you find? Well, like, there's there's a lot of things that have been posted on what is it? Google. What is it called? Images. Plus. Google, Space. Google Earth. No, Google no, Earth. No. it's not Google Earth. Circles? 
Google Space. It's like um, manuscripts Universe. or something, like different oh. articles that have been leaked out uh-huh. that have been kept hidden about different pictures, different findings, planets, things that can't be explained, time travel, portals, black holes, a lot of things in astronomy that are showing that there's definitely a possibility and also just the immensity of our universe and the fact that we cannot be an anomaly like i i do i do really enjoy when uh scientists uh because like every so often they'll go like we have no fucking idea how they because like the the, what, the most recent ones they found a planet that's too big for what the math of a planet's supposed to be like right. mm-hmm. like they go like we have no idea because it was like four times the size of jupiter and they're like we have no idea how this planet could come to be because according to our math like it shouldn't be able to build a planet like it, the, its mass shouldn't be able to withstand its own weight but and so they always go with the thing like and again uh we have no fucking clue so it's always like you know nothing you literally you just you're just guessing and no, then no that's just the way the scientific method is built yeah but there's that's, that's no what I'm saying. real certainty that, when it comes to science that's my point it's like then they state like okay nine planets oh no wait, but we're kind of going to eight now but then what about planet x oh we're not really counting that it's like yo there's always a reason why they're right and why it's why uh, commercial science is, has to be like the Big Bang Theory. You know what I'm saying? Like there has to be something that they put in, in kids' books. Otherwise, you know what I'm saying? They need to publish something. So they always publish like the first things that they put out. And then later on, it turns out to be like not even true. Well, I mean, that's, that's the way it works. That's right. the, because science is founded on the scientific method. That's the only way that people are understanding if we're talking about logical people. But when we're coupling our intuition and our spirituality with the way that we look at things logically, then we get a more holistic perspective on the way that the universe is built and then we can begin to introduce ideas of intelligent life and or is this really a plan or is this part of the Kuiper belt the inquisitive mind needs to couple logic with intuition in order to gain a full perspective about how our world is really built how I'm the universe with it. is built I'm with it and I understand it and when you start mixing in like personal beliefs and such it's when things get a little cloudy and then because you're like oh well i'm not even going to report this because this goes against my spiritual beliefs or whatever you know what i'm saying so what i'm what i'm saying is like the statues on mars right Mm -hmm. if there were if there's truly and honestly when for whatever reason we get there and there's like statues which means intelligent design someone created those statues well someone created the people or things that made those things so what what i tell my friends is like when people go do you believe in aliens? And to me, I do believe in aliens, but I don't believe they're kind of like physical beings like you and me, right? But then, then I go, okay, well, think about it like this. Think about it like this. If there's actual little beings or beings, right, that travel in a spaceship, there's a factory that made that spaceship. And then that means there's workers that work in that factory that build that spaceship. So that means they got to have like a lunch break and they got to have like a break room. No. And like this, this whole evolution, why not? They're working. They have to stop working right, at some right, point. Right, right. If they're physical beings like you and me, they get thirsty, they get yeah. hungry, they need the stuff. These spaceships never land anywhere. They never get out and like 
get some water. They How never do you know that? Refill. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you've never seen them do these things. You see them on there, and then and then you see them split. See, now you're kidding me, because I'm like, I want... <laughs> Where are you going with this concept? You have us. You have us. You see, like, you see this, these, these pictures of these spaceships, and then the spaceships, like, split into two spaceships, and then they'll combine into one, and then there'll be a different color, and then... The, the one the one rule that they'll have is like you can't turn right. Like if you're shooting at a certain speed, you can't stop and yeah. make a quick yeah, you have to loop. Just so the law of nature goes if you're shooting at a certain speed well, you, the, the you, by the, fi- the the laws of physics. The laws of physics. By our the way our the way that planes. we understand right. yeah. but if you're well, I mean like well, but the way our technology works right now our planes or whatever they can't make quite you, you that can't kind of make a sharp stuff turn. Like that. but you that's have to just make what a loop. we know our government that's why so you're, if you're driving a plane you have stuff. to loop your plane when these things are yeah but they're doing these, these things but right? these beings are obviously more sophisticated and they're operating on different laws the more we become but they're advanced, in our world where your laws don't mean shit because you have to coexist with air and haven't you seen humidity flatland? and you have to coexist with like gravity like how do you avoid uh. gravity you no, can't no, no. fucking... Ra- Ross Josh and I were watching <laughs> Alien vs. Predator 2, no, no, no. 1 the other day, and now you, you got me off there. <laughs> have you guys seen the movie Flatland? No, it's about aliens? No, <laughs> it's aliens. about the universe. It's uh, about dimensional realities. That's what I'm saying. So when the people that do... I believe, yes, but I don't believe they're like... Oh, uh, so you're believing that you're, 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 your aliens are coming from an alternate reality, an ultimate dimension. I think it's more like of that. a spiritual thing. A spiritual I, think, yes. I think they're more... Oh, okay. Ethereal. Ethereal. It's, it's different dimensions. Like, for example, like our world is composed of our, you know, our spirit, but our spirit is encased in a body. But different beings are going to operate on different levels of existence and different levels of consciousness as a result. So they can, they can function in oh. ways that are superior to us. And True. it's a proven thing that because like if if see again I'm a nerd I'm pretty I'm a nerd peacocks right they don't see the same way we see okay they see a completely different color spectrum than we see yeah right? so that means they see they basically see another reality another yeah another so, like insects so like right so like they don't see what we see because their corneas are whatever their lights reflected different that's why we need like um like uh there's certain uh, glasses we need. To look at certain rays and colors and stuff like that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they, that's what they see. So what, what, what else lives in that existence is what you gotta. What I'm saying. Look so, at the ocean. So if there's Buddhists, uh, again, bringing it back, there's Buddhist statues. That means that they have the, the contact was made, at some point with these live humans like you and me, right? Okay. So, uh, where's, where's the the connection is what I'm. What I, what it's super interesting. Because if that were to happen and we would get there, we have to change everything we know. Like right. this, all your science books mean shit now because some people you, wouldn't be able to take it. Exactly. Well, you know how many suicides would occur if aliens were to land? Seriously, just like right. human, how many people would literally kill themselves I, because he, because aliens are real? Like, I feel like it's it's pro- I I kind of hope for our lifetime to have it because it to me it there there's there's stuff going on i've seen stuff in my life and stuff yep. like that like personally and stuff like yeah. that uh there's 
the like you have there as far as i know there's supposed to be multiple different species from different all sorts of different races some are trans-dimensional some are from different planets yeah. some from different galaxies yeah. some have been here for years some like and there's yet some just pop in and pop out and yeah. stuff like that and you have different ones from even from our folklore so from fairies those ones are supposed to be from a par parallel dimensions and other things like that leprechauns and, and, and stuff like that it, like there's there's all different types uh um of aliens and i i feel like it's if and even a sliver of this is true if most of those things are, like it has to happen in like the yeah. last couple of years like in so, like in some way some kind of slip up or some kind of like definitive proof has to but, come out and stuff but it has to like and there's plenty of stuff it's coming out more and more you can find stuff yeah. just all over I, online and I think the age that we live in is kind of revealing all these all the past stuff that they've Oh yeah! All the all the past proof that we that you were couldn't get in the 18th century, but now like you're like, oh well, why did he paint the spaceship if there was no spaceships? Like you know, what I mean, it gives you the point of reference of like, dude, these things have been around for fucking ever. Yes. Yeah. So it's a very it's a very magnificent idea. I mean, it's like ancient aliens. Yeah, like, yeah. look at the spaceships that were explained. You know, like yeah. with with the statues and stuff. Like why? Like or the pyramids? There's pyramids like I told you in our last episode that we were in together. There's pyramids in Japan that are just chilling under the water. Oh, no yeah. big deal. You know, they don't mean anything. They're just under the You don't the have water all the answers, Sway Corolla. And there's a bunch no. <laughs> all over the place. The more our consciousness expands, the more we'll be able to understand the truth of our circumstances and our existence. And of course, there's intelligent life, there's ethereal life, there's there's things that operate on different levels of consciousness and being. Um, you know, and it's exciting to see that it's being recognized that there's like um, designs on another planet that are similar to ours because it just shows how connected we really all are. Yeah, picture like a future city where they have a bunch of like computers and like that are like the brains of robots, right? And then like once everything's already there, all the materials are there. They hit a button, and then like all these different personalities, say all of our personalities are downloaded onto that shit. And so then they erect a robot society and each of these robots is like endowed with a personality from previous downloads, shit like that. Like very yeah. animatrix of you. You know, like yeah. I, you know, that's what I think about when I think of like like our parallels on other planets and stuff like that. It's like could could we download our consciousness to some shit over there, you know? I've always liked the he's always had a saying, what is it? Um where the where the universe experiences itself. Oh we are we are all consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Universe. I don't agree with it. <laughs> well, I mean, how that's why we're here. How else would we be able to know ourselves if we didn't see ourselves differently? There's mm. a there's a great comic book that uh, we're big fans of and we've got to talk to the creator of a, a few times uh Grant Morrison's The Invisibles. You know, and it's about like a group of like freedom fighters who hunt down conspiracy theories and they get in fights with like the British government and the American government. They they do stuff like they go to New Mexico and they find like the cure for AIDS in a vat. You know, underground at a base. You know, they do stuff. Does as, it say cure for AIDS on the on the? I know, huh? You know, they do stuff like. How do they, they know? Yeah. You know, uh, what is it? That's what. That's the their their mission was to find it, and they were right, and it was there. But how do they you know? know that that's a cure? Does it say cure for AIDS on the outside of it? Uh, you know, it's HIV away. You know? Or did they bring uh, like, HIV away TM? Did, did they bring you know? an AIDS patient and be like, "Yo, hey, we'll try this out"? Like, <laughs> yeah. How do they? Yeah, know? they did. How do they know? Well, oh, yeah, they I did. That's fucked up. They brought like a fucking. A, a AIDS-ridden person with them all the oh, way over man. there. Like, <laughs> oh man, no, they brought a Stonewall veteran uh, who is one of their generals. Yeah. Rain, what else you got? You got uh, oh. aliens doing oh. yoga poses on Mars. Yeah, it's crazy. What else you got? Um, well, for those of you who are interested in what your life after death is going to be like, 
Um, it's getting there deeper and is, deeper. There's a really, yeah, I try. There's <laughs> a really cool, no, it just depends on the vibe. Like, I pick up shit out of the room. Oh, yeah. Um, so there is, um, let me look for it. There's a pod, and I forget the name, but when you die, you pick out, like, it's basically, it's it's the way of eradicating coffins and tombstones and turning the concept of coffins and tombstones into trees a forest oh yeah so there's these pods that that you one you pick out the tree before you you die and you take care of it before you die and then the ashes are put into this little pod and then that's buried um in the ground so that the ashes of your deceased body are feeding the life of the tree and then the people that survive the person that has passed away they care for the tree so instead of having um you know cemeteries completely filled with tombstones and just lawn you would have <laughs> forests and these um you know the energy of I'm your being with this connected, like connected to the tree and it would create like a really nice sacredness i mean i honestly feel that this has been done before i feel oh, like yeah. you know tombstones and all of that is is something kind of new to our world and to our universe to have totems and things like that um because when we really really think about it um the best way to commemorate life is with life right and not to say that stones aren't alive and stuff it's just not something that's sustainable stones are alive then of course crystals are alive they grow well, I think it comes from more of the one stones is more are more permanent than than a tree. A tree, it, they can be chopped down. It can be burned and other things. But see, Alchemists. that's that's a very <laughs> that's a very ego based way of of preservation. It is preservation it, it is. is unnecessary when there's procreation present. The mm. only way that we can really immortalize things is by continuing to create. Right. To it's demand true. for something to be set in stone. That's going to be worn away. But life, when you find new ways to continue to propagate life, it continues on its own. So I think it's a really revolutionary way to get people to think about um, how they're going to continue their life on this earth. But and it's going to sound really horrible of me to say, right. But do we need to keep procreating? Do, 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 is, I agree with like, that. Should we I agree keep with you question? I agree with you questioning that. And this, <laughs> is, and this is what I'm saying. <laughs> by definition, right? By the very essence of existence, human life is not supposed to live forever. And what right. I'm saying is this: one day it is a sure fact that, and it's million, I think thousands of years, hundreds of thousands, the sun's gonna burn out, and then right. the earth is no longer gonna live. So there is an end date to humanity, regardless. Right? right. Well, the sun's gonna burn out before we even know it. That's well, we, we, according yeah. to science. But right? we might be able to escape to Mars or somewhere else or somewhere or some we still other. Need the sun. Some other. Some other. You're some right. Some other galaxy. Star Trek. What I'm saying some is, some other universe. Get our shit together. West Coast Avengers are gonna try to go to another galaxy. <laughs> uh, <you yeah>. <laughs> Catch a ride with those aliens. <laughs> I'm with that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, um. I'm okay with dying. Like no, no, no. I, I'm cool with it. Like I rather like I like um I'm cool with it. Like let's yo let's, a very special episode. Okay, come of on, Wake the I, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm not saying I want to I want to commit suicide or I don't want to live any long. You no, know no, no, no. what I'm saying is people are so scared of dying. Like look, my life is cool. I have I have I have kids. I, I love my wife and. And I have a show, and I have friends, and all that stuff, and I'm cool with it. It's fine. But if God said, like, hey, would it's you fine. like to come check this out? I'd be like, let's do it. Like, <laughs> I'm fine. There's, because, because, like, I, right now, 
once once you like okay i'm a christian i'm a christian and i right. have that faith so uh it's really once you really like uh uh start following and understanding and that you are not the end all and the world does not end and, and, and begin with you uh it's really more about what you leave behind and and, yes. and the, the legacy that you have uh life it's not something you grow too attached to like right now i don't want to yes. die but and do, does humanity really need to keep procreating? Like, do we really need to keep doing this? It's like, come on, people. Like, don't you want to see what's next? Don't you want to see, like, the no, next? No, no, no. That's, that's, like, that's exactly why this is such a genius idea. Because uh-huh. it's letting go of the idea of permanence that we try to hold on to when we put a tombstone down. And it okay. instead creates okay. a healthy spiritual transition from, okay, you are you were once a form uh, of of a human, and now you can transition into something like a plant. You can scatter my ethereal. ashes on the ocean yes. or something cool like that. Yeah, exactly. With that. See, it, it's it's about the mutability of our existence on Earth because we already have the knowledge that our existence on Earth is transient. Mm. Right, as it should be. Right. Did you know the outlaw smoked Tupac? Yes, the I did al- know that. I, I think I heard you talk about that on another episode. So the outlaws. <laughs> Got Tupac's ashes. They put it in a blunt and, and they, they smoked, smoked it. Them. I knew that. The but but Pox uh, alive in Cuba, <laughs> supposedly. So that's that's what they. What else you got, Rain? One more, and um, then uh, and then we'll close the show down. Are you guys um, fans of the health movement? <laughs> Healthy food movement. Obvious. I think sure, it's pretty sure. obvious. Uh-huh. I'm a health nut. All right. So we've got some extremism running rampant in the health movement. We've got a new definition for an eating disorder. It's called orthorexia. I swear. Okay, I swear well, this it? shit was recently invented, okay? And What are they doing now? Orthorexia. It's when people are so obsessed with eating healthy that they'd rather starve <laughs> than eat. Isn't that fucked up? That no, this is affecting people all over the place and social media is propagating it. So in other words, as we already know, there's a bunch of fucking genetically modified foods out there. People are coming to terms with the fact that there's hormones in pork and all of this shit. And so now there's these extremists like yeah. humans out there, including teenagers, that they're totally like obsessed with eating healthy to the point where they just won't eat. And it's like... Okay, first of all, you got to realize that like whatever you decide to digest, like your will is going to be what's going to keep you going, not whatever you're fucking eating, you know? So it's just like it's kind of crazy how like we're trying so hard to elevate our consciousness and become better people and shit and eat better, but at the same time that's something that when we lead it to an extreme, it's killing us. Oh, well, there's always going to be a few people in the batch that are going to take it to some kind of right. extreme and do uh any paradigm. Yeah, yeah, like any yeah, there's always someone in the group that's got to take it to like 100. That's got to take it to that extra little level, like yeah, and the more whole than point everyone is else. Balance, you know, like yes. and that is the key. The key is with all, everything, it's moderation. Anything that you do and you want to be successful at, I believe it should be a uh, moderation. Yeah, like why can't we fucking have the 80 20 rule when it comes to like how we sustain ourselves and stuff? What's 80 20? You know, we're like, say for example, I'm a vegan, right? And, like, I try to eat really, really healthy, but I'll fucking occasionally have some chocolate. Damn, you know, sue me. Because it's like, you're not, the worst thing is to live in guilt. Yeah. I smoke crack every once in a while. <laughs> it, 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 you it know, it loosens you up, right? You got to know you. West Coast <laughs> Adventures, thank you guys for coming through. Thank you. Sure. Uh, appreciate sure. you thank guys you for coming, making the journey. Down. Thank you guys for joining us. You're more than welcome back whenever you like. 
You're now official Wake the Flock Up artist. Any promotion you need, count on us. You got it. Let, I, let me let me say a couple things. What, what I reason I was telling people to get some clean nerd songs ready is because next year I'm going to be organizing, probably along with the help of King Dice, uh, a comic shop slash record shop slash bookstore kind of tour. And what I want to do, I want to do something really tight. Where I mean, I mean literally tight. Where it's like I bring like five acts, and each act does like two clean nerdy songs, really tight and quick, like three to three to four minute songs. And so we're just even if we're in a little comic shop or a bigger comic shop, we're not freaking anybody out that's not already a hip hop head or anything. That like they're hearing something nerdy and funny that they relate to, so that hopefully we get asked back to some of these maybe the bigger comic shops and stuff like that. So that's I really want to keep working pumping this nerdcore thing because people love it. People keep asking for more, and we want to bring it to people. So that's something people could do if you want to get involved is get a couple nerdy family friendly songs that you could do at a comic shop that a kid might walk into and you know we're going to be organizing stuff like that as of next spring you know? dope look out for that uh, West Coast Adventures westcoastadventures.com westcoastadventures.com find all, all the links that's what's up Rain thank you for joining us again for another great episode you're doing a fantastic job thank you very much so for dips clapping <laughs> King's yeah. Corner for Mighty Zulu Kings for West Coast Adventures for real, for proper real. This is Concept 714 and... Wait, I thought we were going to have Homeboy right here. He's up. That's why I'm speeding it up. Oh, my bad. That's why I'm speeding it up. Yeah, Rainbow Zoo in the house. Keeping it real. Keeping it what? Keeping it 100. 100. Couples of asking you, demanding that you help us make the flock up. Yeah.